Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. a work in progress around here but you know if you're not if everything's not a work in progress in your life i don't know what you're doing trying to get better we're trying to get better every single day here on espn radio i'm colter nuanas this is nuanas now if you're watching on the tv swx montana tv you're wondering why i was doing a little dance uh we couldn't hear anything i was pointing at andrew our producer and uh, then I realized because my button wasn't turned on so <laughs> this is how we roll uh friday happy friday that means Rajim Seabrook in studio with me, Colter Nuanas. Got a lot to get to today. Rajim's got to take off because Crosstown in Missoula tonight. Let's go. Second week in a row, the Garden City has hosted a Crosstown showdown. Sentinel versus Big Sky tonight. Last week, Big Sky took down Hellgate. 
Sentinel Hellgate got canceled. So tonight, this is for the city championship. So we'll get into that. We're also going to hear from, of course, Dane Oliver and Matt Johnson, the head coaches, respectively, of the Big Sky Eagles and the Sentinel Spartans. I guess not in that order because Coach Oliver from Sentinel, Coach Johnson <laughs> from Big Sky. Also going to talk about some of the other games around the state. Rajim and I are also going to wrap a little bit about the NFL mm-hmm. off the top here. Also going to talk baseball. The playoffs are underway. Boxing. There's a heavyweight title fight on Saturday night. I don't even know if anybody actually knows or cares. I think people know, but I don't really know if they care. I you, do. You care? I, I, I care. Absolutely. Well, that's good. That's good to know. Maybe I'll invite you over to watch it on Saturday night Let's after go. the uh, Grizz game. And then we'll also get you set for this weekend in college football as well, specifically in the state of Montana, both the Grizzlies and the Bobcats at home. Because and this is where, where I want to start today, Raji. By the way, welcome, man. Thanks for being here, man. Always, brother. Always an honor and a pleasure. And I like just you said this is a work in progress. You got to work, have work in progress right. to make progress within your work. Hey, there we go. That's there good. All right, That's let's good. go. We're always tweaking, honing, getting it locked in. Uh, a couple p- pieces of uh, bulletin board for you. You're going to want to keep all this under uh, in your head, under your hat. First and foremost, you want to watch this show or listen to the show somewhere besides your traditional outlets. You go to our station website. You can stream it, 1029ESPN.com. you also find the podcast there. You can also find our Grizz Greats podcast series there. So 1029ESPN.com. Also, if you want to watch this show on YouTube, you're going to have to do this if you want to win anything this fall. you got to go subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's easy. Just go to YouTube, N-U-A-N-E-Z, subscribe. And uh, we got a cool fall giveaway. We're giving you a Traeger grill, a mm. year of Alpine Touch, and a box from Haymaker Beef. We also have another prize, which includes a grill, an otter box, and a cooler from Twisted Tea. So, mm. huge fall giveaway. But part of the challenge is you have to subscribe to the YouTube channel. You also have to subscribe to the podcast, and you have to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You also got to follow Alpine Touch and Haymaker Beef on Instagram and Facebook. Pretty easy. We're giving you six weeks. I'm going to tell you about it every single day. So just go ahead and do it. Also, because it's a Friday, it's a Florence Coffee Company Friday. Ooh-wee. Got myself a little iced Americano. Andrew's not a coffee guy, but we got Andrew rocking on the chai, so that's good. At least I can, you know, gift him with something to complete his week. Rajim's rocking with his hot <laughs> Americano. The best of the best. I got to tell you, first and foremost, uh, by the way, Florence Coffee, no matter where you're at, in Missoula, in Montana, there's a Florence Coffee near you. You can stay up late. It's a Friday night. Also, they got their uh, pumpkin spice going right now. They take pumpkin seriously. They offer a variety of pumpkin lattes, chais, and frappes. So if you're ready for something pumpkin, you're ready for Florence Coffee, you can visit any location or florencecoffee.com. When you first walked in the studio, that black Sentinel Spartans hat you got on, the way that it was reflecting in the light, it almost looked identical to Michigan State, which I thought actually made sense because you have Michigan. Pops went, yeah, baby. That's what I'm saying. So I was thinking, if you got some Michigan State and some Sentinel gear, you could rock that together. Actually, I do, and I wish that uh, I could sometimes translate some of my Michigan State gear into uh, Spartan gear because I would have some some nice stuff, but the, the green just doesn't go over well with the purple. I look like I'm playing, you know, walk, walking around with showing the Bucks some love, even though I do love the Greek Freak. Gotta love them. Gotta love them. Rajim Seabrook in studio with me, Colter Nuwana. Yep. It's time to dive into our all football all the time. We do this a lot of the time, this time of year, here at Nuwana's Now. It's presented in part by Brett's RV and Marine, as well as a new presenting sponsor, Northern Quest Casino. All football all the time, brought to you by the Turf Club Sports Club. Open soon at Northern Quest Casino. Go check out that Turf Club Sports book. Make all your sports bets live and in person there at Northern Quest. Uh, let's start with the purple. 
Thanks, guys. Sentinel, we're going to hear from both head coaches in the second hour. You're going to have to take off a little early because you are coaching down there at Sentinel, so you got to go support the boys. Uh, but what's your scout on this one? You know, I was uh, talked to a couple of people about this. Don't let the records fool you. There's a couple of factors that go into this. For sure. Big Sky's play a tough schedule. Big Sky's play a tough schedule. Big Sky is also, if you look at what they've done defensively, they're playing well outside of the blowouts. Like, when you just look at their body right. of work, they've played some solid defense. They've uh, also played exceptional defense in certain situations because they, the, they turned the ball over six times in a game twice. Twice. And I, I, I'm going to say only gave up, like, 24 points one of those games. I mean, but I mean, this day and age in, in football, if you turn the ball over six times, you're, you're going to lose. You're usually losing by 50. And so they actually have stemmed the bleeding quite a bit. And they seem like they're getting a little bit on track offensively as well. Yeah, I, I, I kind of liken them to Hellgate. Hellgate was g- doing very well offensively, not so well defensively. And uh, Big Sky is like the opposite of that. And now Big Sky is going into a, an interesting part of their schedule, especially when you start looking at seeding. Uh, Big Sky is a dangerous team. Like, don't don't get it twisted. Don't Again, don't let their, their record indicate how they actually perform and play. Would you agree with this? Because I think that we, we're far enough into the season now where there's definitive tiers in Class AA. Absolutely. There's a top tier right now, which I think Helena versus Glacier tonight will define which one of those two teams belongs in that top tier. But there's a top tier with... Game of the week for me right there. there. Absolutely. But there's a top tier with Billings West... Yes. And Missoula Sentinel. Absolutely. Those are the two best. One, the best from the East, the best from the West. Period. And uh, then Helena Capitals battling to be in that top tier. Helena High is battling to be in that top tier. Absolutely. Glacier is battling to be in that top tier. Billing Senior, maybe. Butte, maybe. You know, I don't, those are the, those are sort of the, the top of the next tier, though, is right. Butte and Senior. Right. But I think Big Sky is better than almost anybody else. I get Great Falls CMR is also battling to be in that top tier. Yeah, for they're sure. the, to me they're the dark horse. That's a that's a team you don't want to play. But I, and I know we're talking high school football, so I don't want to be too harsh about this. But there are several teams in the state of Montana at the Class AA level that are not going to win a game unless they're playing each other. Right. Big Sky is not one of those teams. No, Big Sky is better than all of those teams. Agreed. And uh, I think a part of it's because they do have some great athletes. I mean, I think the Caleb Ren kid who's playing quarterback, he's a really good athlete. He's learning how to play quarterback though. You can see it coming along. And Trey Reed is a really good athlete He's on the very outside. Good. Very, very good. And the other thing is, and Dane Oliver, a tease for later, because I, I recorded this with Dane actually yesterday. Obviously, he's not going to do something on game day. No, sir. Um, but he, he was saying that more than anything, though, when it's Sentinel Big Sky, you know Big Sky is going to bring it. Because, I mean, that's, that's, what the, that's what the program's about is toughness. I know, I mean, I'm a Big Sky guy. I'm, this is from 15 years or longer ago, but... Big Sky always wants to beat Sentinel, man. I mean, no so they're, they're always going to give their best effort. So it's going to be an interesting challenge for Sentinel because Spartans, on one hand, been on the road. They've run the gauntlet. This is supposed to be the part of their schedule that's a little bit easier. They got to go to Flathead last week, but that's not an easy I don't trip. Ag- yeah, I don't and, agree uh, with that. And now you got a crosstown game. So uh, it'll be fun tonight at Missoula County Public Stadium. It will be. And uh, and, and Big Sky's going to play up for this game for a couple of different reasons. Number one, even though Weary are the home team and it's homecoming, it's in their backyard. So they want to play spoiler uh, to, to, to Missoula for, uh, Sentinel on that level alone, like not losing on their home field, so to say. The other part of this is that they're trying to make a statement. This was the year that, you know, Matt Johnson was was hoping to kind of get over that hump and and get his team back to where he would like to have them uh, in the playoffs. This this is a pivotal game for them. This will also be uh, a good game for Big Sky to see where they rank going across the state if they are to make the playoffs at the end. How do they match up against the you know the, the elite of the elite as you stated, Coulter, uh, going into the playoffs to better position themselves, but also to scout themselves against other teams going forward. Well, and Matt Johnson has so much experience as a head coach, yes. and Big Sky 
it, with this new playoff format, if Big Sky gets a uh, a favorable, they're not going to get a favorable draw because of the way because of the status of their season at this current moment, right? In, in terms of like a really favorable draw, but they're a team that could go in and win a couple games in the playoffs totally. with the with the way that the new format works, absolutely. Um, and so I think that's what you want is you just want to be peaking, you want to be getting better all the time, and. Uh, what better way to test if you're getting better than against the best in the state? That's the Sentinel Spartans. Exactly. And I think that this is also, you know, now we're going to go on to the other side of the line of scrimmage. Uh, for Missoula Sentinel, this is a good test. Uh, it is. It's a, the physicality of this game. Um, on top of the last two games that Missoula uh, Sentinel's gone through, it will be a good testament. It's getting colder. You're playing against a, a, a pound-like team, and Missoula's going to have to respond to that with their athleticism and ridiculously beautiful offensive playbook. So uh, it'll be a good matchup. It'll be a good crosstown rival, uh, especially on a homecoming weekend. It's it's set up for a really good game here in Missoula. Nuanez now, 102.9 ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Rajim Seabrook in studio with me, Colter Nuanez. You want to go to the Grizz game tomorrow? I got four tickets for you, plus Ooh. a $50 gift card from the Stone of Accord. This is so easy. I've been teasing it all week. Got call us right now. Caller number four. I got four tickets and a fifty dollars gift card to the Stone of Accord. Eight 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 one zero two nine. That's four zero six eight 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 one zero two nine. Caller number four. Got a four pack of tickets from the Stone of Accord as well as a fifty dollars gift card to the Stone. All you got to do is call us and then come see me tomorrow before the Grizz game. We'll be broadcasting from the Chamber of Commerce parking lot. For, uh, from 11 o'clock until 12.30 before uh, tomorrow's Montana game against Dixie State. All football all the time brought to you in part by Brett's RV and Marine. Summer may be setting, but savings are on the rise at Brett's RV and Marine. Swing on by 4800 Grant Creek Road today to check out the largest inventory of RVs under the big sky. One other rivalry clash tonight. Missoula Loyola traveling to Florence. The Falcons got it rolling, and uh, Missoula Loyola they um, they're into the gauntlet because Loyola had to forfeit a game early, sadly, which was just sort of silly, stupid. I mean, I don't know the right word, but it's unfortunate. Politics it would right, come right. to mind. Yeah, no doubt. But then they won three in a row, including yes, a resounding victory over uh, Manhattan, the defending state champions, which yeah. was a good one. Watch that one out my window. But they, uh, Rajim and I both live right by there. <laughs> so I, I'm like right across the street from the, the field, and Rajim has a little balcony he can like look out. I got uh, trees in front of me, so I need to come see you. Y- yes, please. Come, we talked about this right right. Anyway, go, meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice. <laughs> but the, uh, the Rams, though, they've... Uh, They've hit the tough part of their schedule. They had to go yes. to Eureka, uh, which is one of the top five teams in the state at the Class B level. Always tough. And now they got to play. Uh, then they had to play. Was Big Fork in Big Fork? In Big Fork. Which they had to go to Big Fork, which is another one of the best programs at the Class B level. And now tonight they got to go to Florence for yep. a rivalry game against the number one team in Class B. The Rams are significantly improved from a year ago. Absolutely. Florence is a team of destiny to me. I'm not trying to anoint anybody yet, but that team's stacked. That's one of the best Class B teams I've seen, period. Period. And it's... A, it's, it's um when Florence is good, Florence is very good. And that for, sure. that, for me, that's any sport. Right. Like, they just have this very interesting sway about them that when they are good, they are good. Florence is a very scary team. Um, Missoula's going to play their harlot. The Rams are going to bring it. Uh, but sadly, I think tonight, Florence comes out on top. They are just, they're just a juggernaut when, right now in Class B. When you have a Division One lineman... At the Class B level, that in a lo- that alone makes you a favorite to go to the semifinals of the playoffs. Yes. 
because he's going to be so dominant. He's going to be able to dominate on both sides of the ball. They have that in the Abbott kid who's heading to Montana State. He's a big-time recruit. I mean, he's a, I'm pretty sure he's a military brat. I think his family moved here from Maryland. I think his dad mm-hmm. was in the Navy. So he's a guy that was gifted to the Falcons, which is awesome. I mean, good for Pat Duchesne and his crew. But also then you add in that Pat Duchesne Jr., who's only a junior right now at Florence, is in my mind uh, a blossoming collegiate prospect. I think he will have a chance to play at the next level, whether it's at uh, the Frontier or the Division I level, he needs to keep developing, but he definitely can play at the college level. Yeah, his frame, I'm interested to see what how his frame develops. Yeah. Can What type of muscle is he going to put on that, yeah. and where is he going to go in that like later growth? Uh, it would be interesting to talk about him in a year from now. I watched him for the first time when he was a sophomore. His, matru- Leg- his maturity in, in running a huddle and running, I mean, they're running a, basically a no huddle spread. I shouldn't say running a huddle, but running the, the offense at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. They're running a lot of, I mean, he can play under center, out, out of the gun. Pistol. I mean, all sorts of stuff. Yes, he's sir. he's a relatively athletic, but he's 6'3", and you're right, he's still very thin, but he's only 16 or 17 years old. Exactly. So I, I do think he has a lot of upside because of his cerebral abilities, and then also he has a good frame. But they have another bunch of other guys, too. I mean, Tristan Pyatt is a really good Pyatt. receiver. <laughs> Blake Shoup is a, a guy that could play in the Frontier Conference, I think. And if he wanted to, maybe walk on at the, at the Division One level. So they have some guys, for sure. And uh, it'll be a, t- a tough and stiff test for Loyola tonight. Uh, one last thing about this world of football before we get into the top level of football. Yes, sir. It is all football all the time. Brought to you in part by Northern Quest Casino. Uh, your take on the Montana Eastern Washington game a week ago. I know we talked a lot about it on the show uh, leading up to the game, but uh, Montana falls 34 28, but won a college football game first and foremost. And I thought it was some of the best. I thought it was each team doing what they do best. And at the end of the day, Eastern Washington had the better player at the more important position. That's it. That's that's all. It that's all to me. Yeah, there was there were just two things that stood out uh, that were just uncharacteristic of Montana. Poor special teams play. Uh, having that field goal blocked was what I thought was the pendulum swinger for 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 Eastern Washington to get back into the game, and then just the as you just noted, Colton, the difference of play at the helm at the quarterback position. That was just Eric B is just ridiculous. Like that boy is silky smooth, cool, uh, under pressure, can read a defense, has a great delivery and and release. And and unfortunately right now Cam Humphreys is struggling a little bit. And 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 when I say a little bit I mean a lot. And uh there was just it was disappointing and sad to watch the Grizzlies because I love the boys, but I think sometimes things like this is it's a good loss. That's a good loss because you learn more from your losses than you do from your successes. You always know how you succeed. This loss exposed exposed us a little bit, yep. but I also think that this is something that you learn and build off and build around. So despite it being a, a, a shot on the record for the year, it's one of the best things that could have happened to this, uh, to this Grizzly football team. I totally agree because th- this whole the, – the, the essence of the program right now with, with Bobby Houck – what he wants it to be about is about development. It's about discipline. It's about going through the routine, getting the work done every day. I mean, it's like yes, sir. Coach Houck, he he never takes the bait when you ask him, you know, what do you think the potential of this team is? Or what do you think that the training has gotten you? He always says, well, the training in its essence works if you do it every single day and you do it at the level that we want, we demand of you. And, to demand that, to demand to up your level, like we talked about at the very beginning of the show. I mean, if you always want to continue to get better, to, to demand to up your level all the time, 
after a loss, you can say, here's all our fundamental weaknesses. Yes. Let's figure these out. Absolutely. You get sort of, uh, you get high on yourself when you're winning all the time. And even if you do know that there's little things to tweak, it's not as easy to tweak them when you're already having the ultimate result of success. Sometimes when you get the failure, that's what makes you want to chase that success again, right? Absolutely. And I and that's why I'm, and it's not a knock on Dixie State because I know that there's fans here uh, for this game today, or tomorrow rather. That's why I'm, I'm a little sad that we're not playing another Big Sky opponent for this game. Right. Because it's like one of those, how do we rebound so, against competition that we we will be facing, you know, consistently. And 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 after a, a good loss like that, as I stated, I want to see us play somebody else right now to say, okay, how do we bounce back? Where is our resiliency? How do we overcome adversity? And playing a team of lesser caliber isn't always the best answer. Congratulations to Patrick, our winner of the Stone of Accord, four-pack of tickets to the Grizz game, as well as a $50 gift card. That is sweet. Patrick, come see me tomorrow. I'll be down there at the Chamber of Commerce parking lot. If you want to come help set up, I don't know, 9.30? But we'll be down there, <laughs> we'll be down there broadcasting from 11 until, one, uh, until 12.30. You do not actually have to come. In I'm fact, sad. I don't want you to. I'm sad I won't be there. I know, Rajiv can't roll tomorrow. So let's talk about that just for a brief minute. Got a, got a coach. You're coaching. Yeah. But I, I do think there's a bigger thing here because there's, uh, there's several different issues as to why your game got rescheduled, right? Well, there's a lot. What, a lot of what happens with these Saturday games is that Missoula, we have five high schools in the city of Missoula. Three right. high schools play at one school. So we don't have, there aren't as many facilities to help nurture some of the middle school programs, the MYFs of the world. So fields are scarce. And as many people know, MOA is, is the, the pool is shallow, folks. So before we even get into the field things, if you have time and you love sports, and I don't care if it's volleyball, basketball, football, softball, and you love kids, please become an official. Uh, if not, youth sports is, youth sports is, is in dire straits. And, and I mean, we're, ta- we're, ta- we're talking like 50% capacity right now in terms of what the official pool needs. I mean, they're down like half of their guys and what they need – to function well, the, and the problem with that is uh, teams and leagues are growing, and and right. and and the the demand for them is growing. And when you're talking about kids having to play football games now on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, because there aren't enough officials, you, you've got to spread the pool around. Now you're t- now you're 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 also putting stress on your officials. Sure. Some of these guys put stress on your parents too because absolutely. now the, the schedule's all messed up. Baby mom decided to get this day off work. Now it's yeah. rescheduled. Now uh, she's got to work on Saturday. That totally, stuff sucks. Totally. So, you know, a lot of the rescheduling is coming from the lack of officials and honestly, the lack of facilities as well. So, yeah, if you can become an official, do so one day when I retire from this world of coaching. That's what I'm going to do because you, you got to give back to keep the kids going. So let's go. I know that I talk about this uh, a lot on this show, but I do think it's very important. And I know that some of you might be thinking, well, put your money where your mouth is. I would love to be an official. In fact, I, I, I hope to someday. But in, in this role that I have on the radio show, as well as more than anything, though, just the timing, that's yeah. why I can't coach or officiate. First of all, because it would make some of the commentary here a little bit awkward. But more than anything, I don't get out of here until 7 o'clock. Like, I can't go. True. I, there is nothing I can do. So I'm a witness. Nuana's now 1029 ESPN Radio. Rajim Seabrook hey. in studio with me, Coulter Nuanez. Let's talk NFL. It's all football all the time, presented in part by Northern Quest Casino. The Turf Club Sports Book is opening soon at Northern Quest. So head on over to Northern Quest Casino, get all your sports bets in place. Uh, there, uh, some good games. 
on uh, the docket this weekend, including the Sunday night game. And right now, first and foremost, the NFL must just be over the top with how good the primetime games have been. Thursday in particular, because outside of this right. year, historically speaking... It's usually terrible. Basura, mi hermano. That means garbage for those who don't know. Absolutely. And last night's game was a little bit... Uh, Clunky. It wasn't that clean, but it was a competitive, competitive game. game. Agreed. Good, good, good shared thought. But the, uh, but I mean, the only real garbage Thursday night game so far has been the Panthers when they drilled the Texans. Other than that, the Thursday night games have been dynamite. We've seen Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson come down to the last possession. We've seen Aaron Rodgers versus uh, the 49ers. That was a good game. Come down to the very last possession. To the we kick. saw the Bengals last Thursday come down to the very last possession. Uh, over and over and over again, these games have been so good. And now we have uh, one of the best games, one of the predicted um, games to watch in the preseason. Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs, a rematch of the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. The Bills stubbed their toe in week one. They've looked good since then. The Chiefs. Uh, they are they're sort of wavering, and I only say that based on Chiefs standards. I mean, they've already almost Agreed. lost as many games as they. I mean, th- this is a two loss team in the last two years. So, period. Uh, yeah. The fact that they already have two losses, it, it is an interesting situation for them to be in. It's not panic mode time whatsoever, but uh, this could be a statement game for the Bills if they could figure out a way to get it done. Yeah, here's what here's what I'm gonna t- let's talk about Mahomes for a second. Love Mahomes, dynamic generational talent. What has happened is the league has caught up with Mahomes. Mahomes came in; uh, he wasn't as highly touted as as coming out of Texas Tech as 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 some other quarterbacks have been over the years. So people kind of slept on him initially. The video, the tape, the film has caught up with him. What has also caught up with him? What I kind of see when I watch him play just a little bit, I see some fatigue. And what yep. and what I mean by that is when you watch uh, a guy like Patrick Mahomes play as many games as he has in football. Like in a LeBron James, sure. when you play preseason, the regular season, the playoffs, and you go to the championships and you do all the stuff in between, that takes a toll on your body. So sure. as many games as you're winning, you're losing on the backside physically. The attention that you receive is also draining as well. Absolutely. I mean, that's the number one factor. There, there is a, there's a reason that no one has repeated a Super Bowl champion in 20 years. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that only four teams have ever repeated – four or five, five teams have ever repeated as Super Bowl champions because – even just going to the Super Bowl multiple years in a row, just the tax that is, in your, like you're saying, in the number of games played, but also in the attention, the drama. You know, it's Pat Riley's famous line, the disease of more, the disease of me, right? And you can see it not from a schematic perspective because they still have the best quarterback in the NFL. They, Period. they still have the best probably overall weapon in the NFL and Travis Kelsey. I think he's the most unstoppable guy in the league when paired with Mahomes. Agreed. They got the best big play guy in the league in Tyreek Tyree Hill. Hill. Absolutely. They have one of the best coaches in the league. But it's the exterior stuff that's starting to erode. Right. There was the issue with it. I mean, not the issue, the scandal with Andy Reid's son yeah. last year. There's been more drama behind that whole thing. Andy Reid and his health issues having to go to the hospital after mm-hmm. the, I guess it was the first or second game. All of those things start, those are distractions. Those are distractions. You're on Sunday Night Football all the time. You're getting interviewed by all the national guys. Everybody's asking you about things that aren't about football, and it starts weighing on you, weighing on you, weighing on you, right? And so I, I, it's very interesting to hear you say that Mahomes seems fatigued because you're right. He absolutely does. Yeah, I would be too. And the expectations with all of that too, the, 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 and this is when in sports, like you talk, talk to sports psychologists, the person starts to fracture. 
And not saying Mahomes is there, but the stress of that, of being the person versus being the persona that everyone wants you to be, be that's fatigue-inducing. And you're starting to see that. You see it in his interviews. You just see it in his energy. You see it in his nonverbals. And I just think he's tired. Uh, is he still a competitor? Of course, one of the fiercest on the planet. But I do think that the outside world, as you noted, Coulter, is starting to wear on him, and it translates into um, less effective play. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break and talk about a variety of other different things, but also circle back around to football because I have several other NFL games I want Rajim's perspective on. We're going to also talk baseball and heavyweight boxing to finish up hour one and all things high school football in hour number two. Keep it right here. CSPN Radio. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Crosstown football descends upon the Garden City for the second straight week tonight. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Last week, Big Sky took down Hellgate 42-35 in the first Crosstown football game of the season between Missoula's Class AA high schools. The initial Crosstown game between Sentinel and Hellgate was canceled. Tonight, the Eagles will look to topple the defending state champion Spartan Torna City title. If Sentinel comes out on top, it'll be the 16th straight overall victory for the top-ranked team in the state. Hellgate plays at surging Helena Capital tonight. The fourth-ranked Bruins are 4-2 this season. To hear from Sentinel head coach Dane Oliver, Big Sky head coach Matt Johnson, and Hellgate head coach Mick Boris tune into Nuanas now at 5 p.m. today. The Hellgate girls soccer team earned its first city title in 13 seasons and won for the fifth time in a row. Moved to 9-1-1 with a 1-0 win over Missoula Big Sky on Thursday behind senior Ashley Young's goal in the 30th minute. Hamilton, who had its game last week against East Helena, canceled will search for its sixth consecutive victory tonight against winless Ronan. Top-ranked Florence Carlton hosts its rival in Missoula Loyola. Falcons are looking for their sixth straight win, while Loyola has lost two straight after a 3-1 start. And finally, the Grizz football team hosts Dixie State in a non-conference contest, while Montana State hosts Cal Poly on Saturday afternoon. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. Shout out to the girls down at the Hype House. That was one of the songs today. It got stuck in my head. We had to play it for him. That was a funny era in rap, man. Buddy. Rajim Seabrook <laughs> in studio with me, Coulter Nuanez. Mike Jones. It is Nuanez now. Yeah, like the thing that's so funny is that like Mike Jones and Chameleonaire and like T.I. to a certain extent and Paul Wall and all these dudes, they were all so corny, but they were also kind of good. Like, it was, it was, for what no, it was, they were. It was like kind of good, though, man. Oh, like that I, song is pretty funny, man. Chingy? That, no, see, Chingy trash. That was, that was trash. But, but 
that whole genre, it was just straight chorus lines and one-hit bangers. Like, yeah, 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 for sure. I, I, <laughs> it's, I guess I should say it was, it was fun, man. Like, it's not, it's not educational or culturally impactful or uh, even quality. No, it, just it, have fun just with fun, it. It's fun, though, man. Yeah. Like, they were having fun. They were, the thing is, they were putting out so many songs. So it didn't matter when the song got old. It was just like, keep keep rolling. Like, we'll just have another fun song for you coming out next. Yeah, that's when no one no one was making albums back then. It was just everyone did a single. Right. And I I can't remember the last time I haven't seen, like, a song that wasn't featuring someone else. Right, 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 right. eight right. other people from that time. Well, that's what's so funny is, like, those dudes, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't a group, but they were all in a group, and they just, like, were on other each other's songs. Nelly and the Lunatics did that a lot as well. Are you Nelly guy? You into Nelly? You know, I have a... I, 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 love I am. Nelly. I love Nelly. Well, like, see, it, Nelly's, Nelly's sweet, though, man. Like, Nelly is a phenomenal lyricist. Also, he sort of... He and Bone Thugs and Harmony sort of define Midwest rap, right? Like, Bone Thugs got Cleveland... And he uh, got the Nelly's Lou. Got St. Louis. St. Lou. Yeah. yeah. What I liked about Nelly's, he, he, I always like to have a music icon matchup with a, with an athlete. Sure. To me, he was the Allen Iverson of hip hop. Ooh, that's pretty good. Okay. You like that? I like that's pretty good. Yeah. So like sure. he just like little scrappy, I'm going to do me anytime, every time, all the time. And, uh, love me or leave me for it. And I dig him. So yeah, he's got his own little. His own little thing that I can get behind. I'm just glad the Band-Aid aren't on his face anymore, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> is now your one-stop shop for all things hip-hop reviews, as well as sports. We're going to talk uh, a little bit about a couple other sports that we talk about from time to time, but maybe not the dominant, like football, like basketball. First of all, I want to start with baseball. I have uh, been basically doing self-administered therapy over my uh, forlorn and lost love with and for baseball for a long time. And, uh, I mean, for our loyal listeners, this is just me repeating our, myself. But for your perspective, baseball was certainly my favorite sport growing up. Me too. Uh, it, was, it was the sport. I think it was probably my best sport uh, in terms of team sports. Skiing is probably my best sport. But team sports, baseball probably. Mm-hmm. I played it for the longest. Loved it. Yes, it was agreed. also my initial obsession when I was a kid in terms of watching baseball, collecting baseball cards, not just playing it, but also playing video games for baseball. Hats. Hats Having man. all the MLB like, hats. I, I mean, feel you. For sure. I loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it. I mean, like Sunday night baseball was must-see TV for me, man. Tuesday night baseball, always, 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 always. always, always. And uh, my, my favorite National League teams, the San Francisco Giants. Mm-hmm. My mother's from the Bay Area. Her brothers are all, well, actually, I guess two of them are big Dodgers fans, but she's got brothers, big Giants fan as well. Mama knew. And uh, went to, I remember going to Candlestick Park when I was a kid. And I, so that's all to say, when I was first in journalism school at the University of Montana, mm-hmm. and the book Game of Shadows came out, mm. uh, I bought it both for its journalism prowess and because it was a, its featured uh, villain, is one Barry Bonds, my favorite baseball player of all time. And, oh, wait, wait, for real? Oh, man, love him. You want to know why? Because I love a good villain, man. Barry Bonds did not give a care what you thought about him, and he was still the best player in baseball. But his ego was the thing that doomed him, ultimately, no question. But that book, which basically just crucified Barry Bonds to the end of time, and justifiably so, it, it, it made me gravitate away from baseball big time. 
And then I've also seen the game. But now I've I've been making a conscious effort to get back into it. Uh, I watched the Red Sox-Yankees game the other night. That was a great game. game. I watched the Dodgers game the other night. Phenomenal game. Really good game. Walk off by the Dodgers over the Cardinals. Watched them. Enjoyed them. All of it. But still, there's a missing link. So I've been really trying to, to... It's not just the broken heart from the book. That was 15 years ago. There's a whole bunch of other missing elements. But where are you at with baseball? Because now we're into the throes of the Major League Baseball playoffs. You know, I, I, I'm going to mirror and parallel everything you just said. Growing up, love baseball. Love baseball more than football. Love baseball growing up more. Than, like, I wanted to play baseball in college more than I wanted to play football in college, except baseball in college is much different. Uh, oh, boy, that's another segment for another day. Where am I at with it? I'm not anywhere with it. I'm pretty indifferent with baseball. I'm glad it's around. I'm glad it's here. But I hate to say it's boring. And 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 it's only exciting when certain teams are around. It's only exciting at certain points of the year. It's only exciting if you have a vested interest in, in the players. We have gone away from putting the love back into baseball. What's also happened with baseball is I think there's a huge disconnect in our communities between Little League and the pros. If you're not from a state that A, has a good college team, or B, has uh, has baseball in your high schools. I think That's that, part of it. I think that that is a huge, huge disconnect. I also think that there's, um, over the last couple of years, the, the racial demographics of, of baseball has shifted, that the heroes of baseball aren't residing within the communities in America for kids to latch onto. I think this is actually a very uh, uh, over, uh, um, overlooked point it is I, I absolutely think it is because it's and it's not just about uh the decline in african-american players in major league baseball but that is a serious that's a huge uh, one it's a, it's a huge portion of it but i think it's even more the allotment of athletes period I, i've thought about this a lot football has become so filled with glory and also so filled with opportunity because it is such a big deal at hundreds of schools. I mean, there's hundreds of Division One schools that are trying in football right now, which means thousands of Division One scholarships for guys. Right. But I always, always, always wonder how many dudes go and play at Georgia State and become like, a, you know, the number three cornerback by the time they're seniors when they could have been like an all-SEC baseball player, but they just chose the sport that comes with more fame. You know what I mean? Like, there's, I just think that so many of America's best athletes that could be great at baseball are either not even being exposed to it, which is part of your point, right? but also uh, maybe are choosing to move away from baseball to pursue other pursuits, even if they are better at baseball than they are at football and or basketball. Well, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to add on to that. The, problem, the other issue with baseball is the turnaround time sure. on who the athlete is. You can have this stud kid that's in a, a, a high school basketball, baseball, volleyball player who goes on to be a stud college player who then goes on to be a stud pro or Olympian. Baseball, the, 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 the transition, the ranks in which you have to go through, it's too long. Like, like like baseball season is too long. The process, the maturation process, the, the subdivisions of leagues, like you lose the names being churned out within the system. You know, like when you're a stud point guard or a stud pitcher or sure. I mean a softball pitcher or a stud football player. Yeah. Dude, you're bang, 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 and you're in. And your right. name is out there. Baseball, right. it's too much. And then the interest right. is lost. Sure. Well, there's also so many different ways you can go as well. I mean, as True. as Andrew, our producer, just pointed out, baseball doesn't offer full ride scholarship, or they don't have scholar, full no. scholarships for Division One baseball. So no. that, that then deters guys to maybe 
go do this, do that, do the other thing. Um, I would also say sometimes location. Sure. Like football is very insulated in its own subculture uh, sure. within and has its own buffers to protect those players. Baseball in the South is very interesting. There's a there's a very interesting culture that's associated with that. And when you're down there in the back bayous and stuff, there's some hesitancy and reluctance from certain sectors to be invested in that, especially sure. with how long the seasons are. So histronic, the histrionics of baseball within the culture of it doesn't bode well <laughs> down the line for, for professional uh, athletes to take latch to. Nuan is now 1029 ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television, Rajim Seabrook in studio with me, Coulter Nuanez, talking all things baseball right now. We're broadcasting from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport is new to Missoula, new to Montana. They're located at the corner of Stevens and Mount here in the Garden City. They boast the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can find them at nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. 11.7 scholarships among the 25-man rosters, what Division One baseball teams have. So uh, half of the number of scholarships. So that's, that in itself is a deterrent for sure. A couple other things, though, because I do think that the, the channeling of some of America's best athletes uh, into other sports is part of it. Um, I also think that a lot of people got really soured on Major League Baseball as an entity, as a governing body, because of multiple strikes, mul- multiple work stoppages, the steroid scandal. But more than that, the fundamental mishandling of the marketing and production of Major League Baseball. I was I was going to end with that and the time of year in which baseball is at its height. How is Shohei Otani not a way bigger star? I know he's a big star, like on the west. He's on, on the coasts. He's a star, but he's not ne- nearly a, the level of star that he should be, given what he's doing. No, that. You think you talk about the connection to Asia, the fact that he's a pitcher and a hitter, and the fact and he could. plays and he plays for the the second largest market in the entire country in the in the Angels in Los Angeles, all of it. He's going to be the MVP. It's so confusing to me that he's not, but it, he's not. He's not a superstar like he should be. But so much of it is Major League Baseball. Like Mike Trout is the biggest star in baseball, and he's hardly even a star. Like Mike Trout makes seven million dollars a year in endorsements. Dude who won the Masters this last year made $650 million in endorsements. you got to be able to market your guys. And baseball right now isn't marketable. It isn't sleek. It isn't sexy. It isn't powerful. It's a great game. And that's, it, my, and that's my last point is part of the reason it's not sleek or sexy is because it's become so homogenized. Yes. So, it, there's so much. Too much of one thing is never good. Everybody's doing all this analytics stuff. Everybody's playing the same style. Everybody has similar makeups in their bullpen and stuff. There's some teams that are a little bit more athletic that prioritize speed, but other or than power. That, but like half of the guys that are memorable baseball players had all sorts of funky swings, and but that's the whole point. They wouldn't let guys hit like so many great hitters from the. I mean, Rod Carew is a three thousand hit guy. Ooh, nobody oh, would let, nobody would let a guy swing the bat like that. That guy would never make it to the show this day and age, right? Never. I mean, Vladimir Guerrero swinging at everything from his eyeballs to his tiptoes. Chuck Knobloch. Right? I mean, there's Gary so Gary Carter. So many guys. I mean, you could go down the list forever and ever Absolutely. and ever. Absolutely. Uh, and 
I think that's the other part is you don't have like the, if there was just a guy with like a crazy funky swing or something like that, it would just make it so much more appealing. Now you just see every dude looking the exact same. They all went to the same hitting coach. They watched the same Fred McGriff video Boy. when they were. <laughs> I remember you that remember with those? the hat and everything. You yeah, remember, man. Remember those <laughs> I'm gonna hug you between seconds. Give me some love, man. Uh, that oh man, you brought it back. Gotta love it. We're gonna talk about another sport that used to be, I would say, for 100 years the, the, for the. For the duration of the 20th century, mostly the duration of the 20th century, baseball was king. And I guess in the 90s, it sort of gave it up to basketball, but 90 of the first 100 years is baseball and boxing. Those are the two things, and those are two of the sports that are trying to keep pace now. There's a heavyweight championship fight on Saturday. Did you know it? If you did, we're going to talk about it. If you didn't, we're going to enlighten you. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com slash news. ESPN Radio. Tootsell and I had a uh, long time debate over, over which percentage, what percentage of our listeners knew who Macklemore was. He claimed that 75 to 80 percent of our listeners knew who Macklemore was. I said, no way, more like one third know who Macklemore was. What percentage of our listeners do you think know who E40 is? Don't set a brother up, man. <laughs> Look, man, I'm hey, not. Hey, I'm, no, hey, if you, if you, I'm not. I plead one, two, three, four, fifth. I plead the fifth. <laughs> if you know who E40 is, you were in the hyphy movement back in the day. Text us four zero six triple eight one zero two nine. I want to know. I don't. You don't even have to say anything, but I know. <laughs> It's no honest now, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. See, this is why music's the greatest thing in the world, though, man, because because it brings <laughs> it, it's there's so much culture that comes from everywhere, right? Like I love it. You're asking why why do I know about all this? Because I had a couple dudes who were my friends and roommates when I was in college that were from like one was from South Bay and one was from San Diego. And so these dudes were all over the place. All about I mean, they, about they, it. they love Keek the Sneak and E40 and whatever. A text from my mother, our most loyal listener. She says she has, Mama no, she has no idea who E40 is. I'm not surprised, Mom. I don't think you need to learn who that is either. It's okay. It's okay. It was a moment in time. <laughs> if your mom knew who E40 was, me and Mama hang it out because she that she's a good that would make her or, or the maybe, coolest. Or maybe we don't. Maybe that would be. I mean, I think that would actually be weird, right? No, that. <laughs> That'd be cool. I <laughs> oh, gotta love it. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate uh, all the help and all the feedback, as always. Mama knew. She's cool. You uh, want to enter our fall giveaway? It's easy. I got a Traeger Grill, Alpine Touch, and Haymaker Beef for you. Or I got a cooler, an OtterBox, and a grill from Twisted Tea. All you got to do is follow us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Subscribe to Nuanas now on YouTube and, and the podcast. And you also got to follow Alpine Touch and Haymaker Beef on Instagram as well. If you follow us on Instagram, then you'll just have all this information because we're going to be putting it all out there all the time. So one thing leads to the other. And then to tell us that you did all that, just text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Let's talk some boxing. Deontay Wilder, who at one moment in time I thought was the guy who could save uh, heavyweight boxing, Maybe. He, 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 took, he took a step down from that post. Then yes. it was Anthony Joshua who was the next guy. That also uh, didn't work out. And uh, he's sort of trying to fight his way back up. And then now Tyson Fury is the guy that's on top. But uh, on one hand, he's sort of an every band that is sort of marketable. But on the other hand, he doesn't look like your typical heavyweight champion because mm-hmm. he's not shredded and everything. He's nope. just, just a big old dude. Looks like he's getting in bar fights. But this fight Saturday, it's the third of these two guys going at it. It seems like there's not much hype around it. Why? What do you think? Well, a couple of different things. Uh I think historically, America has loved boxing when you've had a heavyweight champion that America loves or a champion that America loves to hate. We don't have those personas anymore. That's also, I'm going to parallel this conversation with the last segment. You have to have characters. Back in the 70s and 80s, going back to baseball, you had dudes that had character. You had heroes. You had villains. You had jokesters. You had pranksters. You used to have the same thing in boxing. You don't have that anymore. And that's what's lacking. You don't have the Don Kings of the world, the Sugar Ray Leonard's of the world, you know, the Marvin Hagler's of the world who can't talk a blink three. (laughs) Like, you know, you just just had guys like that that America loved. Part of it, too, this is another example of, of the best athletes gravitating towards different sports, right? Like George Foreman's never becoming a heavyweight boxer in 2021. George Foreman is becoming a defensive tackle or a defensive end. You know, He looks like Ndamukong Sue. That's what I'm saying. Like George Foreman in this day and age is going to, instead of just being a 275-pound shredded wrecking ball, he's going to put on 20 pounds of mass and be a defensive tackle, play on the tier defensive line. It's across the board, though, man. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, Khalil Mack would be a phenomenal MMA fighter or Sick. or heavyweight boxer, Sick. but instead he's making $50 million playing for the Chicago Bears. True enough. So I, I do think that. But uh, the, the other thing I think that has hurt boxing, the evolution of MMA. No question. So that, I mean, you know, the evolution of mixed martial arts, martial arts overall, yeah. UFC, the octagon, all that stuff yeah. has... But- taken away from boxing as well. The corruption in boxing has also taken away from that, And that was going to be my final piece right there. The million different organizations is part of it. I mean, it used to be, even at the height of heavyweight boxing, which I would say was probably in the 60s and 70s into the early 80s, uh, they only had three. You had three. And now they have... I don't even know a million. A million. So every everyone's a everyone's a champion. Everyone's got to defend the title. Everyone. And then the Klitschko brothers held part of the titles for a long time and wouldn't fight each other. So then you had a non-unified belt that was sort of like this family that was the heavyweight champion. It was more like WWF for a while is what happened, man, and got away from boxing. Um, yeah, man, it's sad because boxing in it in its in its essence is a beautiful sport. Yeah, there's and I know that it's a very barbaric, very violent sport. But when you watch the the effort and the training that goes into it, it is a beautiful sport. 
It, it is. is a very graceful sport. It's one of the best athletic bodies on the bo- on the planet as well as far as the, the training that goes into oh, it. No question. Like what you have to do to be a boxer. Like train like a boxer and I guarantee you'll excel at almost any other sport just because of how explosive you have to be in spurts. Um, but I think that's what has happened. And then... Again, I would I would say the corruption of sports has marred boxing much like it does baseball. And uh, I think once something is corrupted and tainted, forever marred it remains. I'm still going to watch this fight. Oh, no question. Let's talk about it. I mean, I, so what do you think of this fight? Because this is interesting, right? Wilder was knocking people's heads off for a minute. Then, as we see so often in fight sports, this is as, as old. I mean, it's more than a century of when you when you... First get knocked down, and you've never really got knocked down before. Your luster is impacted. Oh. And you have a hard time re-reaching that alpha dog point. Almost every heavyweight champion faces The that. moment he ever gets knocked down, it has a hard time reascending. That's why Muhammad yeah. Ali is so epic, because he not once, not twice, but three times rose back up to become the heavyweight champion. But even when Mike Tyson first got tagged, he was never the same Tyson after that. Oh, no. He never. He got a little chippy and started biting people and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. That's another story for but, another but day. But Wilder, Wilder has had a hard time reascending, whereas then now Fury is the guy that sits on top, and he pummeled Wilder last time. I don't even really know how they got this to be a third one because the third rendition of this is after, coming after a pretty lopsided fight the last time around. The Vegas odds have this thing as even money for Wilder to, to get knocked out in the ninth round or earlier. So, I mean, this is almost a guaranteed knock on the card per the Vegas books. What, what's to make me think that that's not what's the case? I mean, what do you think of just the, the prospects of what's going to happen in this fight? I don't know. Let's give you know give ourselves and give the folks at home uh, some context. 2018, they split, right? They split They split the, the, the contest. Uh, a couple of years later, Homeboy gets knocked out. <laughs> like, Fury just... I don't even say beats him. He whoops him. And yeah. I say that on purpose. W-H-U-P-S. He got whooped. Yeah. And, you know, a seventh round TKO. What it does is it actually gives this guy a chance to kind of redeem himself afterwards. It's, it's almost like a trilogy, if you will. Um, other than that, it's it's there's nothing else in boxing to promote. Like, there's nothing else going on in this division, this in this weight class that is going to draw anything. You've, I'm going to use your word, luster. There's no luster. There's no shine. What I like about it is it's refined versus very unorthodox. That's what I like about this. Yeah. You got you got Fury, who is a, who is a better boxer, a pugilist, if you will. And then you got Wilder, who's kind of goofy and, and unorthodox in life and within the ring. And the parallels that they bring to the to to, to the fight, I think, are interesting dynamics and things to look for. Final thoughts for the week as you head on down to Missoula County Public Stadium. Rajim's got to get out of here because he's got to go coach. Sentinel versus Big Sky here about two hours. Missoula County Public Stadium, what do you think? What I think is Sentinel hasn't lost in a long time. I'm going to go into my boxing mode. What I think is... <laughs> 15 in a row for the Spartans. 15 in a row, looking to make it 16. Um, I'm just thinking it's going to be a good weekend. I'm hoping the Grizz bounce back. I hope you rock out the rest of this show for today, and I know you're going to be rocking pregame. I'll have you in my ear while I'm doing pregame with my little dudes tomorrow. Hey, buddy. I don't know, man. It's been a good week. I always love ending it with you. Folks at home, thanks for having me and not telling me to get off uh, get off the, your screen or out of your ears yet. Appreciate y'all. This conversation brought to you by Nick Tabor and his partners over at Westpac Wealth. Their firm is here to ensure you are prepared and protected financially. Let Westpac Wealth make your life more tax efficient. Life Assurance protects your loved ones financially in the event of premature death and provides peace of mind for loved ones. 
So give Nick Tabor and his associates at Westpac Wealth a call today. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. Garden City Spotlight. We'll hear from Missoula Sentinels, Dane Oliver, Missoula Big Skies, Matt Johnson, Missoula Hellgates, Mick Morris. We'll also take a look around the state of Montana and everything that's on the high school football docket. So keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 